25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the West. Right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Roger is here and so am I. What's happening with y'all? I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents, competitive rates, fast service, friendly service. Everything you want. Deal with somebody one-on-one. It's the way it is there. It's the way it ought to be at Farm Bureau. Staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired. Hey, is your phone a little banged up? A little rough around the edges? You want to get it fixed? Take it on into C Spire. They can fix it for you at C Spire. Most times they can fix it while you wait, right? If you want to find out a little bit more about that, cspire.com. Staying connected to you because of them. What's up on a Thursday, Roger? How are you, sir? Man, I'm doing good. You Getting sound ready like for it. a lot of football. Yeah, we've got a uh, a huge slate of college football coming up this weekend, uh, starting tonight. We'll have a game on tonight. Mm-hmm. Obligatory. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. <laughs> a beautiful day for a neighbor. Obligatory music there for Roger. Beautiful day in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood. Wait a minute. Did he just say a neighborly day in this beauty wood? <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> I hope he says beauty. Booty Wood, is that what you're worried he said? Booty Wood? We can't have that. All right, so if y'all want to be a part of the show, there's lots of different ways to do that today here in Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Uh, you can text the show on the text line at 885-ESPN, 885-ESPN. Or it's a 601 number, so 885-3776. You could call me. On the Divini Equipment phone line, Divini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer, the oldest Kubota dealer in the United States of America. They're right here. That means they've been doing it better, longer than anyone else. Right here at home at Divini. So hit me up on the Divini phone, 601-995-1059. If you're watching on Periscope on Twitter, there's the number, and there's the number, and there's the number to text. You all see it? So hit us up. And uh, also, you could tweet me at Radio Wyatt. So send your tweets there. Roger, do we have... Are you periscoping and Facebooking? No, I'm only periscoping right now. Okay. Roger, let me ask you a question. Do you happen to have yet in your hands... You may not have it yet. I'm just curious. In your hands, a copy of the call from Louvier in the previous show? You know, I don't. I, I kind of came in. Uh, I was using my 11 o'clock hour to do a lot of uh, voice yeah. work. So I was in a okay. studio where I couldn't hear anybody. But I, right. I, I was reading the text line as I came in. <laughs> Seems like there was a lot going on this last hour from uh, 
from uh, to say the being, least from clapping <laughs> to a word origination. Right. Look, and it look they talk about clapping all right, <laughs> but hold on, but it didn't have anything to do with this kind of clapping. All right. So let me just say that. <laughs> Not that kind. Look, it was a legendary call. Louvier called in and gave Chris and Beaver the origins of the term, um, well, for, I'm just going to say it, that term, kunas. He gave the origins of it. Now, again, I don't know how to verify or whatever. People are saying that he's full of it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he is. But the thing is, I wouldn't be real comfortable reading the alternate I, explanations either. Yeah. Well, and see, and I sent uh, Chris and Beaver a text and said, hey, can y'all clip that phone call out for me? I'm pouring coffee, by the way. Thank you, High Point Roasters in New Albany. Dan, the coffee man. Y'all get your coffee online at uh, highpointroasters.com or go see them on Highway 15 in New Albany. It is the best coffee, period. Oldest uh, coffee ro roasters in Mississippi. Uh, plug. No, I, I sent him a text saying, hey, I want that call. I want to be able to play that call. And I, I don't know if Beaver will have a chance to clip it out, but at some point. What time of the day was it? Exactly. Well, it was, it was really towards the end of their show. Oh, I, I mean, it, it might have only been, you know, maybe 15 minutes or so before the end of it. So we'll get it. So if you've ever wondered what the definition of that is or the origin of that term, maybe we'll have that for you. Yes, when I asked Roger how he's doing, everybody pretty much in the same boat. Really, really happy and looking forward to uh, football. It's on television tonight, right? Uh, meaningful football tonight. You watched some games last weekend. The... You going to watch that game tonight, Clemson? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. To whoop up on those Yellow Jackets, man. No, absolutely. But, you know, it's ACC game. Number one team in the country is on TV tonight at 7 o'clock. ACC Network. I don't. I don't get the ACC network. I have Dish. Do I get the well, ACC network? We can tune into the zone. We're going to have it. So you're telling me it'll be on the radio? Yeah. Hallelujah! I'll tune that's what into we that. We do, man. We that's how we do. That's how we roll, Roger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, you have a bunch of top twenty-five. Well, tell teams. me how to try to court the electric. I should have thought of that already. Doggone I, it! If I was any kind of Host, I'd already thought about it, Roger, and would have had my finger on the button. You don't tell your pappy how to cut the electorate. <laughs> We're not trying to make a record. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. <laughs> uh, no, you have four top 25 teams that are playing tonight. You have Florida A&M at UCF. Stay tuned for the halftime show. The Rattlers, Florida A&M at UCF, UCF ranked 17th. That one is at 6.30 tonight on CBS Sports Network. I get that. You have, of course, the aforementioned Georgia Tech versus Clemson. It's at 7 o'clock ACC Network. You have um, Texas A&M, the Aggies, the fighting Texas Aggies, 12th ranked in the preseason stuff. This is according to ESPN. A&M hosting Texas State, the Bobcats, SEC Network, 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Is that the school where Dennis Francione used to be the coach? Isn't, isn't that where Dennis Francione used to be the coach? I'm pretty certain it is. I'm going to have to look it up and say, I, don't, I mean, he may still be there for all I know. And then uh, tonight, late, we're going to have one of these out west games. It's on ESPN, 9.15 Central Time kickoff. 
is 14th ranked Utah at BYU. It'll be a beautiful setting. Anytime you play an at BYU, but they'll have great images on television. We got to go out there several years ago. Do you remember that, Roger, when Mississippi State went to BYU? Yeah. Did I mention that to you? Yeah. Um, you, you, had to, you had to take your coffee maker up there. That's exactly right. I told that story on the radio, didn't I? Yeah. Um, that's right. Secrets I, out now. <laughs> secrets out. I bought a little bitty, you know, like the four cup size coffee maker, stashed it away in my bag. We traveled with the team to Provo, Utah for the state versus BYU game. I think 2016 or 2017. I don't know. One of those years. And uh, we received word ahead of time that, you know, Mormon, so there's very little caffeine out there. And there's not in the stadium. So I'm like, oh, we got to have coffee for the game. Yeah, we have to. So I took my own coffee maker into the radio broadcast booth, slipped it out under the counter there, plugged it up, poured some water in, made coffee right there for us in the booth. Um, the scene around the stadium is just absolutely gorgeous. Like something just out of a movie. You know, it's just a really cool place. And the other thing I remember too, Roger, is when on Friday traveling to Provo, I don't know how many thousands of feet they are above sea level, but it's like way up there. And the bus pulls up to the team hotel. And when that happens, I travel with the team. I'll do the same going to Louisiana. You fly, whatever. You travel, you know, you fly in. The whole team, everybody, coaches, players, some cases, a lot of staff member members, and in some cases, family too, all get off the plane, get on to about four or five different buses, and this train of buses takes this whole traveling party team and everybody onto the hotel, and they park parallel, and out we get, start digging through the piles of luggage and bags to find our own to then make our way into the hotel and up into the rooms. So it can take a while, and sometimes it's crowded. Well, it's always crowded. And in this case, I was one of the, you know, kind of in the middle of the pack guys to find my luggage. And here we go. But there's a bottleneck of players and people and everything in the entrance to the hotel that is going into the main lobby where the elevators are. So I thought I'm going to be smart. I'll get my room key. <clears throat> Avoid this big crowd and just go take the stairs, right? Well, my room was on the sixth floor. Okay, so to, to wrap this whole thing up, you know when you're Here out we of come to the oxygen thing. <laughs> when you're out of shape, Roger, <laughs> climbing six flights of stairs at sea level is hard enough. When you get to the top of six flights of stairs in Provo, Utah, and you're out of shape, you are gassed. I'm talking. I needed an oxygen tank, and it took me a while to recover. And I remember thinking, man, you know, for a guy, some, for someone who's in shape, players, they're fine, but old guy like me, it was rough. So it, it kind of drove it home, drove it home. But that's a beautiful scene. So those are the four top 25 teams playing tonight, UCF, Clemson, Texas A&M, and Utah. Utah ranked 14th. I saw some people out here making different picks for the college football playoff, and they threw Utah in there. I guess they're the best Pac-12 team, at least in the preseason. So people wanting to get the Pac-12 involved. And anybody who picks Utah to be in the college football playoff is either A, trying to engage the Pac-12 audience, or B, is an idiot. 
because Utah will not be in the college football playoff going and get ready for that. But those games, those top 25 teams, Roger, not the only ones that are on TV tonight. Hey, I need to get in the mood, too. Here, I found this, Roger. See if this does it for you. Remember the old uh, college football on ESPN intro back in the Ron Franklin days? Yeah. That's it right there. You know, they'd come back in and... Neyland Stadium, and Ron Franklin would welcome us back, and then he'd kick it over to his buddy, Coach Mike Gottfried. That was a great broadcast crew right there. I believe I used that music, but I didn't have all the drumline in it. Okay. It's got yeah. a pretty good long, you know, drumline I like it. intro. Yeah, so tonight on ESPN, 6 o'clock, you have UCLA versus Cincinnati. Uh, if you want to watch online, Wagner is at UConn. Albany is at Central Michigan. Morgan State is at Bowling Green. You got to see that one. Got to. Online, Robert Morris at Buffalo. Man. Let's see what else. You got. How Cent- can you choose between all these, man? <laughs> Central Arkansas is at Western Kentucky. Southern Miss fans might be interested in that one. You have Gardner Webb at Charlotte. Uh, Florida International plays at Tulane. Oh, look, this is cool. In our neighboring state of Alabama, UAB, who's going to be pretty good this year, Bill Clark, one of the best coaches in the country, UAB hosting Alabama State from the SWAC. They're at Legion Field in Birmingham, 7 o'clock. Watch it online on the ESPN Plus app. How many years back is this with their program? This will then they, be then they disbanded like completely. Yes, this will be their third year, Roger back, uh, back on the strong. field. <clears throat> Is that right? Let me make sure about that. Yes, because that's right. Because two years ago, first year back, they got themselves maybe to six or seven and played in the postseason. I could look it up and see here, but that's impressive. Look, I'm just telling you, it is so impressive. It shouldn't happen. UAB should not be able to do what they have done, and there's just. I keep saying it, and I keep saying it, and I keep saying it. I never really know if anybody's listening to it or not or cares because it's UAB, but listen to me. Bill Clark at UAB is one of the best coaches in the country. He's a lot like the best that I've ever coached, that he will take his players and beat yours, or he will take your players and beat his. He will take any group of players and elevate them very quickly. Um, He's that good. And look, I'm just telling you, I'm telling you, as a as an SEC guy, whichever SEC team hires him, watch out. Remember, I told you this on August the 29th, 2019. Out west, 8 p.m. on FS1, Minnesota hosting South Dakota State. Roger, do you know the South Dakota State mascot? I have no idea. I couldn't even make a guess. They are the Jackrabbits. <laughs> Not the best thing you ever heard. The South Dakota State Jackrabbits. They have They're a great Jackalopes. <laughs> yeah, they have a great logo. <clears throat> it's a. It's a. Their colors are like. Um, what can I compare it to? It's well. It's just basically yellow and light blue. They have this yellow rabbit hopping across there, and it says Jackrabbits underneath. Uh, late tonight at 9 p.m. Central Time, Mississippi Time, on the Pac-12 Network, you got Kent State at Arizona State. 
the funny, uh, fighting Herm Edwardses <laughs> of Arizona State. Also at 9 tonight, not televised, Northern Colorado at San Jose State, and then the late game. So a bunch of games. You know, most of the country is going to tune in to those four top 25 teams. Um, and listen, uh, so y'all may know what we should uh, do here. I put this out on Twitter last night. Roger, I don't know if you have a suggestion also, but I put this out. It just said in my Twitter feed, at Radio Wyatt, who's the best college football follow for updates, scores, stats, etc. throughout the season? Not commentary. I mean, straight up scores, stats, and info. Thanks in advance. I was talking about a Twitter account that I could follow for that kind of thing. You know, similar to the, there's this ESPN stats and info Twitter account. It's really good, but it's not dedicated to just college football. And I'm wondering if there is one that's dedicated to college football that's that. Not commentary, not necessarily a personality, but is tweeting out scores and updates and news and stats and those kinds of things. And, you know, a lot of people suggested the score app. And I was looking for more or less for a something to follow on Twitter. But a lot of people suggested just that app, the the score app. So I may have to check that out. If you have a suggestion, let me know. You can text it, call it, tweet it, whatever. Roger, I went through an experiment. Or it's not really an experiment, just an exercise on my Twitter feed. You know what I did? What would you do? I started with about 400 people whom I was following. Like I was a follower of theirs. I followed about 400-something people on Twitter. I have whittled that down to less than 100 and it was hard to do because there's a bunch of them in there. I could really make arguments for why I needed to be following them on Twitter. But I wanted to really narrow it down during football season to just stuff on my feed that's, you know, football news related. And so I whittled down my, the list of people I'm following on Twitter to less than 100. That was not it's, easy to do. It's funny. I was looking at Twitter statistics and just out of curiosity, I wanted to see how the president current president uses Twitter as opposed to his mm-hmm. you know, opponent. He follows 46 or seven people. Okay. And uh, Hillary Clinton followed 8,000 and something. Wow. Really? What that says, I haven't really figured out what it means. Hmm. But I kind of get the idea he doesn't really care what a lot of other people think. <laughs> He's not looking for info. He just yeah. wants to communicate it. I think that's something we could all agree on. Yeah, right. Hey, look, uh, let me catch up over here on the text line. Appreciate all your texts coming in. You want to text the show, you can. It's uh, 601-885-ESPN or 885-3776. Okay, if you're watching on Periscope right now, right over there is the text number. So jot it down, take a screenshot, you'll have it with you. Here is the first one that I skipped over a minute ago. Um Unnamed texture with the Keaton Thompson transfer situation at state. What advice do you have being the saving grace backup QB while I was in school? Advice? <laughs> it was different back then. People just didn't transfer like that. You didn't have a transfer portal. Um, so it was it was just um, different. You didn't consider it. It didn't happen as much. If you didn't win the job, you stayed and you just tried to win it. Things are different now. And I'm not so sure it's not better now. 
you know, the thing about the NCAA gives you this very, very tiny window, limited window of your life that you're eligible. They say you have five years. Now think about the span of your life. A lot of, you know, other fields of study, medical stuff, engineers and architects, and go to school for a lot longer than five years. They tell you, you've got five years, a five-year window of your life, and in that five years is the only time you're eligible to play college football. Then inside of that, they say, well, but you can really only play four full seasons, four years, and part of another. And if you transfer D1, D1, you got to sit out a year. And if you get caught, you know, you make a mistake, we're going to suspend you some games. And if your school uh, cheats in recruiting, we're going to take away your bowl games. You see what they have such control. And you have a small window that when a player says, look, I just want to go somewhere to play. I, ca I can't waste any more time sitting on the bench. How am I going to blame them for that? It's just a game anyway. So I think a lot of times old school me used to take it a little too seriously. When I really just stop and look at it, I'm like, look, I understand. They don't rotate quarterbacks. You're not going to platoon that position like linebacker and running back and defensive tackle and receiver and everything else. So you want to go play? You only have a limited amount of time to do it? Fine. Go somewhere and play. I don't blame you. And as an SEC school, if a kid leaves, so what? You're one of 14 schools in the best conference in the country. There are plenty of players good enough to play for you that want to play for you. Go get one of them. I think that's where I land on all that. I'll get to the rest of your texts. And RKO out of nowhere, I got your text, and we'll hit you up on that coming back. In the Farm Bureau studio. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. Roger, you know one thing about streaming this show via video in some shape, form, fashion, the last mm -hmm. few days I started that, whether it be on Facebook or on Twitter, it has made me think about what I'm wearing, which is something I just don't do. Like, on a, like it doesn't come natural to me to think about what I'm wearing. Uh, if you ask my wife, she would really tell you some funny stories probably. Yeah, I have a lot of times where I might wear the same shirt for three or four days in a row. You think, well, Matt, how do you do that in the in the summertime? Well, what I mean by that is, like, I don't own variations of clothes for the most part. Like, I own four brown T-shirts. They're all identical. <laughs> you know, at some point, I, I had somebody at State give me, like, every year I get shirts, so I don't have to buy them. Um... For the ESPN Plus broadcast stuff that we do for basketball and football at Mississippi State, um, they gave me like three shirts. They're all identical, and they say SEC on the front, and then on the, the shoulder, it's a Callaway golf deal. And so, you know, maybe that's it. Like, I'll wear the same stuff three, two or three days in a row. It doesn't really matter well, to give me. Give me wear. Give me wear, yeah. But I will. I'll have a lot of days where, like, I'll have a shirt on, you know, and if I don't get hot and sweaty – I get up the next day, just put it back on. They never give you pants, though, in those deals. No, you never get pants. Those are harder to fit, aren't they? Yeah. 
Anyway, um, it has made me self-conscious about it. So we've been streaming the show some this week on Facebook. Today streamed it a little bit on Twitter. And yeah, each time, like, it's so weird. It was just the weirdest feeling. Before this show started today, I went, hey, wait a minute. I'm wearing the same shirt I had on yesterday. I should probably put on a clean shirt. <laughs> it's just weird, man. Sounds the same to me. Doesn't matter to you, does it? It's the way it ought to be. Um, okay, back over here to the text line. RKO out of nowhere. What in the world could that stand for? We got any guesses on what that could stand for? RKO out of nowhere. Anyway, RKO out of nowhere on the uh, text line says, Hey, Max, uh, Matt, Sonic boom me. So instead of neck, here's coming to America. The JSU Sonic Boom, the best band in the land. Jackson State does not play until Sunday. That means a couple more days of practice for the Sonic Boom. Yeah. Good stuff. Roll your windows down and turn it to 11. All right. Thanks for the request. What could this... Look at this name, Roger. Somebody text the show called Boogaflage. <laughs> Is that how you say that? <laughs> Instead of camouflage, we have boogaflage. This says, um, the best thing about Louvier's call, he walked through it just like he was reading the newspaper. Classic Louvier. We're going to have to get a hold of that call. His definition of the term for that you've heard about Cajuns, people use that term kunas, and I never, I didn't know if it was a bad word or a good word. I, I don't really know. I've heard it used, like in terms of endearment, he gave a definition that would lead you to believe it's not a term of endearment. What does this say here? Okay, text line 885-ESPN says, it's not a matter of if college players get paid to shave points, it's a matter of when. Yeah? What's that? Who? Uh, really? Yeah, it was 2016 when State went to BYU. Thanks for the reminder. And it says, and we lost because Dan could never get a decent kicker. He had some good ones. He had some good ones in there. Uh, unnamed texture. I thought Louvier was talking about Hugh Freeze's offseason program. Didn't realize that was a Louisiana culture, cultural history lesson. JR texts the show. I always keep up with Central Arkansas. Jackson, Mississippi's Brad Teague is the athletic director there. Great guy. You know, and JR, I remember Teague's name coming up at State when they were in search of an athletics director or about to be. and um, But I don't remember his name coming up in the Ole Miss thing recently or, or what's still going on right now because Keith Carter is the, the interim. Hey, and is it me or has that been really quiet? The chancellor deal, but the athletics director deal. Is it 
not moving at all simply because they're going to hire a chancellor first and then the chancellor will then himself go hire his own athletics director? Is that what's going on? That makes sense. Okay, Matt texts the show and says, My son is old enough to understand football movies now. We've watched Friday Night Lights and Remember the Titans. And by the end, he was standing up and cheering for the teams. Football as a sport just brings something different out of fans. You know, it does, doesn't it? Like almost a different level of passion. It really does. All right, check this out. On Twitter, on my Twitter feed, I'm Radio Wyatt. Terrence says, have you seen the docuseries Marching Orders on Netflix? It's about Bethune-Cookman Band Camp, the movie drumline based on the Bethune-Cookman Band. And JSU plays Bethune-Cookman Sunday in Atlanta. I think maybe I caught wind of that somewhere, TJ. I just never did sit down and watch it, and I really need to. I love the movie Drumline. It's just a great movie. You know, they did an excellent job with the movie. Dr. Lee, the guy who played that part, is a phenomenal actor. I mean, you know, and Nick Cannon did a really nice job playing kind of the lead character. It's just a really good story. They did a good job weaving in the the love interest and the drama there versus the performing in the band, but just everything that goes along with it. And then the way that they filmed and produced the the, the musical part of it, it's just really good. I love the movie Drumline. It scares me to think if I look up and see how old that movie is now, though. It's a little bit scary. I could have used a little more cowbell. More cowbell in the band? Roger wants more cowbell in the band. <laughs> Christopher Walken, I've got uh, I've got the call for you. So maybe after the break, you have Louvier's call. I have the I have the call. Oh we ex- man! Explore the origins. Well, let's just put it like the this. word coon ass. <laughs> According to Louvier. All right, well, we're going to save it for the top of hour number two. So when we start hour number two. We'll get into Louvier's call, okay? Because coming up next, we're supposed to talk with Brett Hudson. Brett, no longer working with me here in Mississippi as a part of the media team covering state. He now is with the Tuscaloosa News and covering Alabama, and they have some big news in Tuscaloosa the last couple of days, and so we'll get into that. Here is a text from an unnamed texter. It says, with Jalen Maiden suspended, who will be third-string quarterback behind Schrader? Look, um... If you know that that Maiden is definitely suspended, then that's news to me because I, I hadn't heard that. Now, I know you do have a lot of these unknown players. Maybe you know something I don't know. Um, but if Schrader's the backup, if, if Jalen Maiden were suspended, it would be Logan Burnett, who's actually been there for about three years and does a really good job. Walton wants to know what I'm looking forward to the most about this upcoming season. I would have to say that I'm just looking forward to watching Tommy Stevens and those receivers throw the ball around a little bit. Tight ends are going to be involved in the pass game, but the ball is going to be in the air a good bit. It's going to be caught a good bit more. And what that's going to do is really open things up for Kylan Hill. I think because of the passing game, Kylan Hill has a chance to to have a special year because it's going to back people out of that box. So that's kind of what I'm most looking forward to. I think they're going to score points. Could be wrong. I think they will, though. We'll see. All right, Brett Hudson coming up next in the Farm Bureau studio. Stay with me.
You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. Back on the show. Live in the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents, competitive rates, fast and friendly service. That's what you get at Farm Bureau. Check them out online right now at favrates.com. Favrates.com. Head on over there and go with the home team. A man who used to be a part of, of this team and has moved east to be a part of a team over there is someone you're very familiar with. This guy, Brett Hudson, on Twitter, at Brett underscore Hudson. Isn't there an underscore in there, Brett? There sure is. Yeah, I know that because I just tweeted out um, a tease for this interview with the wrong and tagged the wrong person. <laughs> Apparently there is a Brett Hudson somewhere in this world. Uh, who- yeah, and you know what's funny? It was um, it was in the preseason last year, some random August day, that person tweeted at me and asked me how much money I would pay him for the handle. And I was like, uh, zero. Like, I'm good. Like wanted to charge you for the non underscore Twitter handle. Yeah, yeah. Like just whoever owns at Brett Hudson is is a grade <laughs> A hustler apparently because they're trying to they're trying to get my money, which is funny because I don't have money. <laughs> well, it's it is funny. Did you ever get around to asking the price he wanted for it? Uh, no, I, no. I said uh, no, and that was the end of the conversation. Okay. I am okay. curious. How much of a bargain he would have driven? Yeah, but you never know. You, you never know. Brett Hudson on your radio right now. Y'all are certainly familiar with Brett. Phenomenal job covering Mississippi State over the last few years, and uh, in recent weeks made the move to the Tuscaloosa News, and uh, is now covering Alabama. How's it going so far for you, Brett? Just on a personal note, in Tuscaloosa. Oh well, it's been real slow. You know, I mean, in the first. 36 hours I've gotten to move across the state line and crash in my mother-in-law's house just to have four players suspended and a linebacker tears ACL and all the other HR paperwork and fun stuff. So, yeah, it's been been pretty slow. You know, the Dylan Moses injury is kind of – it's terrible. It's bad news. It is what it is. We know it's an ACL. But what on this suspension stuff, Brett? And I'm not trying to get you to say something you don't need to say – but I'll be honest with you, over here, even though we're just across one state line, we've all been dealing with suspension of our own, so that's kind of where my head has been. What's going on with this Alabama suspension stuff? Yeah, I mean, I know I know Nick Saban doesn't view it this way, but the, the reality is it's a, it's a minor team violation, a uh, minor team rules violation, um, and they'll – They'll miss some portion of, of the Duke game. They being the top two running backs, Najee Harris and Brian Robinson Jr., the outside linebacker Terrell Lewis and the wide receiver Devontae Smith Jr. Okay. Um, they will miss some portion of the Duke game. I know some of the original reporting said they would miss a half, uh, at the Tuscaloosa News. We didn't, uh, 
we didn't feel strongly enough about what we were told to, to go with that. I'll, I'll leave it at that. But they're going to miss some portion of the Duke game. Is it going to impact the game from a win and loss standpoint? Probably not. We all know Alabama's going to win this game by a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of, of how much time they miss, they're still overwhelmingly more talented than Duke, and that will eventually show in, in 60 minutes of, of football. But that's the that's the situation for for Alabama, and it just uh, it just kind of compacted on a bad stretch of 36 hours there, where you hear about bad news, and then shortly thereafter, uh, Dylan Moses tears his ACL in, in practice, and that's obviously the far more uh, consequential bit of news for, for Alabama than the suspensions, but that's what I can tell you okay. on the suspensions. They'll miss some time, not a ton, probably not going to impact the outcome of the game. Bama's going to win by a lot. I know everyone's shocked by that. <laughs> Shocker. Let me show you my shock face, like that kid on the commercial yeah. several years ago. Um, <laughs> what it, You said, obviously, the, the Dylan Moses injury, he's going to miss the whole year, ACL thing. It's terrible for him. That's not debatable. What does it mean for their team, though? Okay, you take away a starter. Do they have? I mean, the the, the conventional thought, Brett, is it's Alabama. They got fours and fives just waiting to get on the field. Yeah, I mean, and that's technically true. And, and normally, I would agree with that line of thinking. But this is uh, one injury that, that Alabama really. I'm not. I'm not saying they can't take it. I mean, they can still win the national title without Dylan Moses, but it's going to be a lot harder than it usually is for Alabama. It was supposed to be for this team because you got to remember they also lost a redshirt senior at this position, Joshua McMillan. Uh, they lost him maybe two to three weeks ago in preseason camp. Sounds like a very similar knee injury for him as well. So that's two linebackers in, in the middle of the field that are, that are gone now, and Alabama most likely they're going to turn to freshmen. There, a freshman Shane Lee is uh, expected to be the Mike. He's from Maryland, and a freshman from Baton Rouge, Christian Harris, is expected to be the Will. Uh, and then you've got a freshman starting at nose guard, DJ Dale. So up the up the gut of that front seven on the first snap against Duke, it could be nothing but freshmen, and in the center of that of that defense. And against Duke, is that going to be a problem? Maybe maybe Duke scores an extra touchdown or an extra field goal or two. Mm-hmm because of mental miscues, and it probably won't affect Alabama for most of the SEC schedule because Alabama's offense is just so ridiculously loaded right now. But Alabama doesn't compare itself with the middle tier of the SEC. It compares itself with Clemson and Georgia and Ohio State and LSU and the Washington and the cream of the crop of college football. And those are the kinds of teams that can probably take advantage of freshmen being the gut of, of the middle of the front seven. So I'm, I'm curious to see how their rotation works out because Christian Harris and Shane Lee are supposed to be the starters. They're both freshmen, but they've got some sophomores behind them, Ollie Cahoe, uh, Jalen Moody, Markeel Benton, uh, among some of the names there, and how that rotation works itself out and, and who ultimately gets the bulk of playing time and then how they scheme around that. I mean, yes, they're very strong on the perimeter mm-hmm. and in the front seven. Raekwon and, and LeBron Ray and Terrell Lewis and Anthony Jennings, they're very strong there, but they got to do something in the middle because, yes, this is a era of spread football in college football, and both teams are in nickel and dime on uh, literally every snap, but there's a lot of spread to run out there, especially in the SEC, and if you don't have a solid middle linebacker on the field, a, a spread to run defense can run your ragged no doubt about it. Have you gotten a chance 
to interview Tua yet? Tua has not been available in my time here. No, um, I'll, I'm sure I'll get him Saturday after the uh, after the Duke game. I'm assuming. Yeah, I was just curious. I was going to ask you who's taller, he or Nick Saban? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm really kidding. I, you know, a, a, a funnier question might be: Is Raquan Davis literally twice the size of Nick Saban? Like, if we were to add up yeah. height and weight, he about is, isn't he? <laughs> it's pretty close. It's pretty close in terms yeah. of volume. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, volume, no question about it. Big human being right there. Well, um, hey, enjoy um, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I uh, get to see um, you know Duke and. Interviewed David Cutcliffe, who everybody in college football has a lot of respect for, what he's done at Duke. Yeah. I don't know if y'all have talked about that, Brett, but what he's done at Duke is just – it's unheard of, the, the job he's doing over there right now. And the game, even though it'll be a blowout, won't be any indication of that. But, man, he's been good there. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a tough job just because so many ACC schools are clustered together, North Carolina, NC State, Wake Forest, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Duke, uh, Clemson, they're all kind of clustered right there in Louisville. It's not that far away from that kind of eastern seaboard cluster. They're all competing, well, except for Clemson, who recruits nationally now. They're all competing for a pretty similar profile of, of athlete in a similar geographic area. And, and Duke and Wake Forest should be the ones at the bottom of that pecking order, just based on history and the environmentals of the school and Duke having its own uh, academic rigors to account for as well, but they've mm-hmm. they've found ways to to be good, and and all of that goes to to David Cutcliffe. It's been it's been really impressive. They're not good enough to to beat Alabama, not that anyone expects them to be, but I, I imagine that fifty years from now, this era of Duke football will be looked upon as probably the best it's ever been. Right? Yeah, I think it is. You know, outside of what. Maybe Spurrier did there way back in the eighties. I mean, this they're averaging seven and a half wins a year for seven years now, and they've won and been to three straight bowl games. Never been I think prior to that, they had in their history won three bowl games. And now they've won three in a row here. So yeah, it's it's really incredible. Amazing. Well Brett, uh, I'm gonna turn you loose, but I will tell you, I've had to delete my um tweet twice now the first time because I, I tagged the wrong twitter and this time because i realized my graphic says that you're on the mississippi state beat and i forgot to change it <laughs> so now and he's not on the state beat he's on the alabama beat and we'll get that changed for you brett hey thank you buddy i hope you have a great weekend in atlanta yeah no problem thanks for having me yep you too brett hudson y'all see that right there on facebook brett hudson mississippi state beat Got to change that. He's not on the state beat anymore. He's an Alabama man now covering the Tide. And he was just on your radio on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Jason on Twitter says, Alabama, injuries or not, still going to beat everybody they play by five touchdowns until LSU and by three TDs after until Auburn and or Atlanta. How are you going to argue with that? Hour one in the books. Hour two coming up. You don't want to miss it. Stick around. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show.